0: Culture kings.
1: Culture kings. Culture. Yo, 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 Matt, I feel like that for this entire run so far, that we have painted you in such a light. Um, uh huh and and today the light i'm going to paint you as is whatever light you want to be painted in uh so i feel like that light is going to be i just want to be painted as a loving real person and if that's the light you want to be painted in then that's the light we're going to paint you in today
2: i'd love that you know i okay. i personally would love to be known as a good man um mm-hmm. a nice man
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, i'm trying not to call myself a boy as much okay Because I'm almost 30 years old, you know, so I'm trying to age out of that. I'd like to be known as a good man. And if that's uh, if, you know, if people listen to Culture Kings and then walk away thinking uh, those guys are great and Matt's a good man, I I feel like that's something I could be happy with.
1: Okay, so on today's episode... I will only portray you as a good man. Okay. Uh, not racist, not somebody who upholds white supremacy or problematic, nothing like that. You are yeah. only a good man. We do not have Edgar today because Edgar uh, is renegotiating his contract. Um, and I <laughs> have a feeling, I have a feeling that um, when he comes back, he will be interested in this new man that you are. So this is your so. test run. This is your test run
2: do we think that saying that edgar is negotiating is good which is true and obviously that is uh part of it but do you think people are going to read more into that than they should probably
1: yeah probably um but it absolutely but,
2: is true and we're both we both know that that's
1: a real thing yeah he's renegotiating his contract uh do you remember his terms speak his uh one of his terms was he only uh he only wants to have to say uh, 600 words an episode okay which i don't know where that is that's i don't know
2: yeah i don't know how long that is in terms of like time like how many words you could say in that amount mm-hmm. of time um and i also don't know how to keep track of that
1: there's not software I don't that either. counts words i don't either uh he also requested a uh blow up doll. Uh-huh. Um yeah, to, but to do whatever for... he wants to with it. Not for sex.
2: No, no. Just I for companionship. That, that... Yeah, just like to sort of make a friend.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. So, uh I don't know if he's going to get that or not, but I hope he does. He also requested uh $432,000. So that is probably where the negotiations are hanging up.
2: That's probably yeah, I mean I heard that he was specifically asking for unmarked bills as well, which is tough. Damn. Uh, Damn. And he wanted it all in ones.
1: In ones,
2: he he wanted it in ones. And is that? The,
1: I don't think there's that many ones in the country.
2: I don't know. I I've not seen that many. I so I I refuse to think that there could be more than what I've seen.
1: I've worked in retail before, so I've worked cash registers, and there's never more than like fifty ones in a, no. in the in a cash register. Well, at any given time in one store, there's no more than two hundred one dollar bills in one store.
2: And isn't that something? Because a lot of times you need that,
1: and you can't get yeah. it. So that's you can't why get sometimes it.
2: Sometimes you gotta give. You can't give all the change.
1: Yeah, you got to get four quarters or some shit, ten dimes. We be like, can I get five dollars? Oh, we out of dollars. Yeah. I can give you quarters nickels. though. Damn, yeah. damn, damn. We got Chinadu Unaka today on the episode, everybody. (laughs) Uh, Chinadu Unaka is such a funny-ass cat. Uh, You know, true homie. And, and like, honestly, just one of the realest homies I know. So I'm excited to talk to him. Stand-up comedian. Um, Opens for Yvonne Orji, who we had a couple weeks ago from Insecure. So the homie is out here doing the damn thing. And I think we should talk to him about the damn thing. What you say, Matt? Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Yeah, bro, it's been a minute since I seen you, man. How you living out here in these streets, man? Uh, you doing big things? I'm seeing your name pop up on uh on on the TV screen and uh like for uh, Yvonne's special. Saw your name pop up on that. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was uh. Yeah, yeah, dude. How you living out here?
0: I'm good, man. Just, uh, you know, eating my vegetables, man. Just trying to stay out the way. Uh, yeah. You know, just working on some stuff in-house. And then, um, you know, the quarantine kind of put a lot of stuff on pause for me. Bro. But, um, but it also gave me time to kind of focus on some, like, pasture projects and put more energy into that. So... You know, just 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 moving with the
1: wind, man. You know it is. Yeah, yeah, yo, man. You know what I've been I've been finding out because uh, the same thing, like quarantine, f- put so much shit on hold for a lot of people in our like circles. Uh, mm-hmm. And like I keep saying, this year was twenty twenty was shaping up to be such a dope ass year for man, for a bro. lot of people, bro. <laughs> it was shaping up. It was so weird how <laughs> it was aligning for just like. So many dope ass people, and oh, then man, the man. world was just like, you know what? Too much. Stop Not yet?
0: Not, Not yet. yet. Not yet. I don't know if you really want it, uh, brother.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, God <laughs> damn! It was fucking wild. But yeah, dude. Like I've been so like for me, I was just like, all right, then let me let me focus on uh, like just upgrading all the shit that I know I That's, can do on nice. my end. Uh, you know what I'm saying like upgrading my self tape studio shit, yep. upgrading my VO shit Uh, you know like getting everything upgrading my wardrobe cause a nigga wanna look even oh, better okay. when I get step out of quarantine
0: like
1: <laughs> <laughs> step what's out of quarantine man? just like yeah that's ah, right nigga, I'm wearing wedges now what's poppin <laughs> <laughs> get
0: on my level
1: nigga yes sir nigga I got a hundred dollar sandals on now All motherfucker right, right. <laughs> yeah yeah But I have found like I I have found myself like I wanna know like what you thinking about this. I have found myself on the tip of all right, but am I actually utilizing my time uh effectively or you know, am I bullshitting myself to utilize my time uh effectively? And that's some self doubt shit. But yeah, yeah, dude, how's that felt? How's that felt like during the quarantine, you know, like
0: Yeah, it's been it's been an adjustment for real because I'm I'm probably you know I'm good at focusing, but I might have some ADD in me. I just can't get work done at home, or at least used to. I used to hate working from home. I used to always mm-hmm. love going somewhere else just to be. I like I'm a cafe guy. I like being in cafes because the environment, everybody's focusing on something, so that helps me right. you know, focus. But the home is just too many things. It's not even that I'm like I'm a product, uh, uh, what's the name a productive procrastinator. That's that's what I yeah. Do.
1: So if Same, I'm kind of like
0: let's say I'm working on a script. Instead of doing that, if I'm trying to work on a script, I know, oh, this today, I might write 20 new jokes because I should be doing this, but my head's going to go here. You know what I'm saying? Or my house might be clean as fuck right now because I'm trying to write it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Right. So it's not like I'm sitting and doing nothing, but a lot of times I'm not focused on the thing I want to focus on. So that was the adjustment kind of uh, setting up my home space um, in a more like working environment. And then to choosing where i wanted to put like the extra time that i had you feel me so Mm -hmm. uh and and not necessarily just with comedy either you know also just just in terms of just being a man and like other things i wanted to work on like in my private life so uh so so it's it's been great not you know i mean it is a pandemic but the the extra time has been good for me just in terms of like being able to do a lot of things i had on the back burner Mm -hmm. and kind of pushing those things to the front so yeah. So yeah. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Honestly. I no new outfits yet, bros. You you ain't about you know, ain't, no new outfits? I Not ain't, even ain't a, a pair of 11, shoes? Man. Not no shoes. I don't want to come out the pandemic and like shit is like outdated. Like, oh, we ain't fucking with that no more, That's true. bro. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah, That's true. Yeah, we do now nah, we doing we doing leather onesies. Like, why y'all didn't email me, man? You know? Right. Damn.
1: Damn. <laughs> Nigga, I didn't bought some ones. I didn't bought some Air Mac. You mean to tell me when we get out, we're going to be wearing suede Jordans and shit? Like, uh, yo, yeah, it's only yeah, we wearing Thames we again, nigga. How
0: long we, we don't know how long we're going to be in the house, bro. Shit can change on us. You don't know what kind you're going to drop, man. So I'm, I'm being patient with right, the money. Right,
1: right. Yo, we're going to come back out wearing baggy jeans and, like, sagging and shit again, dude. <laughs>
0: exactly, bro. You're going you gonna to put $1,000 to your skinny jeans, apparel, uh, <laughs> and he'll come out look at this nigga still wearing skinny look jeans. Look at this nigga. Bro, I'm That's watching That's that pandemic friends. wear, bro. That's that right. pandemic, <laughs> yo,
1: nigga. The pandemic over.
0: <laughs> we free now, brother. <laughs> this nigga wearing jeans. <laughs> oh, loser, man! Hey, get your ass back in the house with that shit.
1: Yeah, dude, bro. For that's real, bro. that's exactly how it's gonna be, man. I'm gonna be salty, man. I'm gonna be salty. Yeah. I uh, I've been watching the Fresh Prince. Uh, you know, HBO Max dropped, and oh, so. Hey. Which is weird, bro. You know, I, I wonder, yo, Matt, like, Matt, both of y'all. Yeah. Are is are y'all like this, too? Like, there's shit that I'm watching nonstop on streaming. And mm-hmm. shit that I'm like, oh, fuck, this is streaming now. And I'll watch it and then look over it. And I got the DVDs of it. I can easily oh, yeah. just pop the shit. At, like, I got every season of The Fresh Prince right above my shoulder right now. Yeah. Uh, but... I ain't popped the motherfuckers in in years, but I'm religiously, I was stoked to see it streaming on HBO Max. Am I the only nigga that
0: do that shit? Uh, bro, that makes DVDs is a lot of work, dog. It is, bro. You got to open up the case. case. <laughs> you got to be delicate with the CD. You got to put it in. You might have to blow some dust off. It's too much. You about. know?
1: Most discs only have episode one through like six, then you got to put the next episode in yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah. That's right, bro. Bro, all yeah, right, all right. I'm, I'm, Thank you. I'm
0: I'm big on streaming. That's not so bad. You need to uh, sell those today before they're not worth anything at all.
1: I should, bro. That. I got like the original box set, box sets of them.
0: I oh, be... original. Hold on to it, baby. Hold on to it, then.
1: Okay. Yeah, all right. I was gonna all say
2: right. I would hold on to. I got rid of a bunch of DVDs and Blu rays like like the last time that I moved. Like just stuff that I was like, I'm not really watching this or stuff that I was sort of like, oh, that lives on Netflix now. Like, I I, I had most of the seasons of Mad Men, and I was just like, oh, like, that's on Netflix. I don't really need that anymore. Yeah. And now it's now it's off Netflix, and I was like, okay, well, like, now would have been a great time to watch Mad Men because <laughs> I have so much time to watch it. Uh, yeah. So hold on to the ones that you think are going to be, you know, stuff that you'll want to watch when the grid goes down, you know?
1: All right, all right. When when the internet go down, be like, all right. Let me go ahead and pop in Spider Man two real quick. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, dude. But I was saying, I was watching that shit and just the fashion sense on the Fresh Prince, and this is the mid nineties. You know what I'm saying? So. Fashion changed eight ten times since then, yeah, uh right. but I'm watching this shit, and like you know will back then was known for always having like the fresh kicks and like yeah. the the right. the high top fade and you know wearing wearing what was it, and it's so wild to like look back and be like. Yo, them kicks are ugly, man. Like them, yo, man, them, them jeans. Dude, yo, that hit. Yo, lining fucked up, bro. Like it's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> it's so funny to look back that, at that shit and just how our perception changes on what we think is in at the time, bro. It's so weird.
0: I always had an issue with the with the Fresh Prince of Bel Air and what they wore because them niggas wasn't going nowhere. I'm like, yeah, in the house. Why you so dressed up? <laughs> right? i like, that's so true. Where is your so like, you know what I'm saying? It was like only every now and then they would put on like some sweats. I'm like, these niggas is got a <laughs> fucking sweater vest over the collar, I'd be in the house like, yo, who does that? Yo? <laughs>
1: yo, and and they made and and you know, and the, the biggest the biggest fucking offender of that is they made Jeffrey wear that motherfucking tuxedo. Every that nigga day, never bro. left the house.
0: That shit was like. <laughs> Oppressive, bro. I'm like, this dude is barely working. You got him in a six-piece suit... It's obviously hot in here. Ashley got hot. on a freaking spaghetti strap dress. Right, right. <laughs> well, I'm like, what's the temperature in the house right now? Because Jeffrey got on a tie with the vest and a jacket and an overcoat. Meanwhile, Ashley's over here rocking booty shorts. I'm like, what's the temperature? Right, bro.
1: <laughs> and and Hillary watching skin tight dresses and shit. Yo, right. that shit is, yeah. Yeah, bro. That is real. That's real. Like, let I didn't even think about Friday. that. Right. Well, you, know. you say what?
2: <laughs> like, let him, no. let him wear a t-shirt on Friday sometimes or something. Yeah.
0: And it's you always
1: wild. wonder why, like, Jeffrey was so rude. Like, because
0: this nigga's hot, Because that nigga hot, bro. Damn. I know how I get when I'm hot. I'm an asshole. Man.
1: And especially when you got to sit down in your suit and shit. Like, hey. you, can't, you can't even, he, they wouldn't even let that nigga take off his, like, top coat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> got to make sure the tails aren't still under you when you sit down. Yo, the right. last episode I was watching, this motherfucker was cooking over the kitchen in a suit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: cooking in a suit, dog. Like, yo, let my man breathe, man.
1: Damn. Damn. It's, much. damn it's wild how that show like it, it is and listen fresh prince is one of my favorite shows oh, uh you know classic for sure but it is wild how they are a rich white family uh <laughs> essentially <laughs> <laughs> they're rich like they got a butler uh yeah. you know they on multiple occasions they allude to the fact that they're Republican, uh, like especially Carlton yeah. and shit. Yeah, I but
0: was, they, Carlton was a Trump supporter for sure. Yo, I just
1: literally bro. <laughs> Thirty minutes before we jumped in this, that's the last episode I watched. Was the episode Trump was on?
0: No, yeah. the Trump, was, Trump was on
1: the episode. Yeah, dude. He uh, y'all remember that? He um, was on. He was on the episode that nigga was on the episode when somebody was trying to buy the ha- the house.
0: Oh, it was him. Oh, he, was him.
1: He, he was trying to buy it for his nephew. And Were they like selling it, it? No, he just wanted to buy it. That's some Trump shit, bro. That's Why some Trump shit. you just
0: into my house and try to buy it? Get the fuck out of here, dog. They and, then <laughs> he
1: had, and then he had the address wrong and was like, nah, I don't want to buy it, actually. It's too much of a fixer-upper. Uh, and I was like, this, is, this was 94, and I was like, this is Trump. This is peak Trump right here.
0: They should have tossed him out like Jazzy Jeff. Bro, how did Trump <laughs> work his way on that show, dog? This dude was a, a... I mean, God, I just can't stand him. I probably pushed the memory out of my head. I probably did watch the episode. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, just, I, out. Hate, I hate <laughs> the man so much. You know, the '90s, the '90s was weird though, man. Because Trump was almost a celebrated ass nigga in like hip hop culture.
0: Uh, yeah, because like, he he is a, a a trap rapper. You know what I'm saying? Essentially, right. That's, right. that's 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 his spirit animal. And so, like I said, it's not it's not illegal to be an idiot. You feel me? Right, right. but we don't want you to be president. That's when everybody really like, yo, but how'd you get here though? You just got to stay in your lane. When Trump stayed in his lane, you know, I wasn't fucking with him, but I understood why people, you know, was cool with him. But once right. you stay out of your lane, I mean, get out of your lane. And then on top of that, you don't acknowledge that you're out of your lane. Right. That, that's when it gets bad, man. So but it's all I good. I mean,
1: when the nigga was on the apprentice and shit, that's when motherfuckers was like, all right, this dude is weird, but you know, good TV. And then he when he started TV. the birther or shit, and then people was like, all right, yeah. Fuck Trump. Fuck Trump. Well, <laughs> and then the nigga became president.
2: Because yeah. the thing about the apprentice, too, is that he was the like not the whole thing. Like the rest of the show, the meat of the show is watching these people like Gary Busey or something trying to like do these tasks. Uh right. and like that was the entertaining thing because to watch I mean, especially the celebrity apprentice, to watch these celebrities sort of like try to run a business, I guess.
0: Yeah. Uh, and
2: then he comes on at the end and evaluates the thing you already saw. He's like the least bit of the show.
0: Yeah, uh, facts. that's that's true, too. It was just fun to see, like you said, celebrities do random tasks. Yeah. And then for me, I just like, I never witnessed nobody get fired publicly. And... Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah.
1: know, we
0: uh, we didn't all I'll witnessed it privately, you know, yeah, with, yeah, with yeah, ourselves. Yeah. For real, <laughs> like, like a, part of, a part of me enjoyed that. You know, when your coworker gets called into the office and they come out saying, like, yo, what happened, bro? <laughs> 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 Why they let you go? Damn, Damn. Man, that's, that's, Tell me about it. What he, <laughs> he say? Like, what he say?
1: Tell me what he say. Yeah, how do you
0: do it? How do you do it? <laughs> <laughs> and, and like the
2: firings on that show, like when they're presenting why like some one of you could be fired, they're all yep. getting dragged so hard. They're just like, yeah, well, like, you really fucked up in this like re- like very specific way, and like we all saw it. And they're just Back. like, yeah, I guess we did, didn't we? Uh, but I mean, that yeah, that was, was a wild bro. show. Those shows they're were like okay. four hours long sometimes too, which is insane what? to me. Yeah, they would Too air much. like four hour long episodes, especially like in the later seasons, what it was people like, like Gary Busey or something, just people who are just absolute wild cards yeah. who you're sort of like, okay, well, they have footage. So we're just going to stretch this out and like start airing it at like five, like on a, yeah. like, <laughs> on, a on a Thursday or something.
1: Too right, much, yeah. bro. Yeah. Yo, have you, have you, have you been fired from a job before Trinidadu?
0: Uh, Have I been fired from a job? No, 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 I haven't. There mm. was, <laughs> I never been fired for a job, but there was like a, a job where they were changing positions mm. and they wanted me to, to stay and, and take a new position. But I was like, now nah, I'm good because the comedy, I didn't have time for that. You right. know what I'm saying? So, so that was their way trying to get me there five days a week when I couldn't be there five days when they do that. So they were they, but they liked having me there. So they're pretty much trying to give me an ultimatum, like, "Yo, man, we need you right. here, or you, or move on." I'm like, "Oh, I'm I'm out." So I've never right. been fired from a job. Now never fired, but only had a two jobs anyway. You know, gotcha. I only had like maybe two, no, four jobs in my life. That's it. Okay. Outside okay. of comedy, outside of comedy.
1: Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, the shit is wild. I've been fired from the container store. Damn dog. Uh,
0: you know, before you even say anything. It's your fault because I, love, my the fault. I <laughs> love the container store. I love the container store. Whatever you, know you what? did, dog,
1: you deserve it. <laughs> it was probably my fault, bro. It was now that, you know, as an adult, because I got fired from the container store, I was like twenty twenty one, So, you know, this was like 12, 12 13 years ago. Yeah. Uh, so it was probably, it definitely was my fault, but I'm still mad at them because uh, it was some bullshit. I was in college.
0: <laughs> okay, okay.
1: You know what I'm saying? I was also yeah. acting. I Wait, doing, what?
0: What? What? Uh, state is this?
1: Chicago, uh, okay, Illinois. Right. Um, okay, cool, cool. I was acting. I was in plays. I was in college, and that was a part-time job. You know what I'm saying? So, you yeah. know, nigga was tired. You know, and, and sometimes we'll call off. I called off. I didn't never just no show. I would call off. You know what I'm you saying? You call off the the day of. Uh, a couple times I called off you the fired, day dude? of. <laughs> but no, but that's, that is. You can do that, bro. That's that's what you can do. That that's not. That's not, that's not a no call, no show. That's a call, no show. You know what I'm saying? All
0: right, all right, go ahead. And
1: and then, (laughs) you know, and then, uh, you know, I had a a play one, uh, we had a performance one night, didn't get to the crib to one. And like, our meetings would be at five in the morning, bro. Like five in the morning, nigga, I'm 20. What the fuck? I don't want to get up at five in the morning for no meeting. So, you know, I called off from the meeting. And apparently at this meeting, you had to give your new availability for the next few months. And I wasn't there. And the next day I came back to work, nobody told me, Jaqueese, you gotta get your availability. And then the schedule comes out the next week and I don't see myself on the schedule. So I'm like, yo, where my where my name on the schedule at? And it's yeah. like, you ain't give your uh you ain't give your availability, so he yeah, letting you go. And I'm like, What? <laughs> So, you know, I put the actor, I I started, I put the actor, I I cried a couple tears. I was like, man, just life's been so hard, you know what I'm saying? You know, trying to save my job. They ain't fall for it. (laughs) (laughs) It. They ain't fall for it. Uh, And you know the fucked up part about that? That container store, my mom opened. (laughs) Oh, damn.
0: Your mom owned the store?
1: No, she didn't own it. She opened it. She was like a part of the original team to open that specific container store. Damn. Uh,
0: What did your mama mama say when it uh, Oh, I tell. Oh,
1: to this day, my mom thought I think I I quit. You know, she thought I quit. She don't know. (laughs) She don't know. So
0: bro. He was like, "Yes, I was calling off. I didn't show up to meetings." And they fired me, dog. <laughs> and
1: they fired me yeah. on my day off, nigga. What's yes, bro. <laughs> yes, yes,
0: yes. I can't believe it, dog. <laughs> you are the <laughs> Come on, man, we are <laughs> supposed to be sticking
1: together here, bro. We supposed to be sticking together. We supposed man, to look, be
0: like I'm. I'm. I'm a good friend. I'm gonna tell you what you need in here, All right, wake your ass up and show
1: up. <laughs> yo, though, no, but yo, I do miss them alpha closets and you know all the organization and shit. Container nice. store. I'm back. I'm back with it. I like it again, but it took me a decade. It took me a, <laughs> a decade. A full get over. decade. I ain't walk back into a container store until like literally after Trump got elected.
0: And hey, you know what's funny they didn't fire you; they just said you don't have hours. They know like, you, you could show up, right?
1: Right? <laughs> they didn't escort me out the premises. Like you got to leave the, now. Keep the uniform, That's right? The uniform. Right? It was yeah. like all right, but go back to your shift. You still on the clock for today though. <laughs>
0: right, right. That's what so they muscled you yeah. out though.
1: Yeah, bro. Uh, yo, so. Uh for everybody who doesn't know, uh you are stand-up comedian, writer yeah. as well. Uh doing dope shit out here in the well, we all in the crib right now, but just in general, doing dope shit out here in these streets, man. Uh how has, man? How has LA been treating you to, you know, to the masses out here in the world?
0: Um, you know, I'm I'm from LA, man, so uh I never really got to um experienced the beauty of of la until i came back so after i graduated from school when i came back um you know i started to see like a lot of what la had to offer and you know i was the entertainer at that time so is it the scene the scene has been great man i've been able to just meet a lot of dope people um you know have a lot of fun you know uh just i really love performing stand-up comedy you know that's that's where it's at acting mm-hmm. is is a lot of fun and great too so um yeah, it's been cool. I think you know the opportunities are increasing. I'm just trying to capitalize on it for the most part. But um now so far, you know, it's been a, it's been a good journey. I'm just happy to have been doing it for this long without you know losing the person that I am or anything like that, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of maintaining myself in the craziness that is Hollywood. So yeah. So it's been cool in that in that, that note.
1: It's wild, bro, because you know the 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 overall one thing that um and we've 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 chopped it up a couple times in the past met a few times uh it's been a minute since me and you have have talked but the one thing that always is uh refreshing about you know chopping it up with you is just an authentic positive energy uh coming Mm -hmm. from you because you know the thing that is the stereotype in stand-up comedy, for instance, is oh, you know, most stand-ups are sad-ass niggas, uh, right, right. and that's mostly, <laughs> right. and that's mostly for white people to be honest, because most black yeah. stand-up comedians I know are like you, uh, yeah. iffy is another cat, right. you know, yeah. just radiate just positive energy. You open for. If I'm not mistaken, you opened for Yvonne, who we had on a few episodes ago. And, you know, same thing, just radiating positive energy, bro. And I wonder, I wonder, is that because we have to deal with so much real life shit in general, just as black people navigating the world? Right. That. And I'm not downplaying any other comedian's experience or anything like that, but for sure. you don't see that same type of sadness that you hear about from the stand-up world uh, when it comes to, you know, homies like yourself. So, yeah, dude, why do why you think that is?
0: Yeah, I mean, that, that, could, that could be a part of it, for sure. Um, there's definitely some, you know, I know some Black comics who are just kind of, you know, can be pretty feel like they have a lot going on inside too. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I just think it's just, I think comedy for me actually helps me maintain, you know, a lot of that, um, of that, uh, like that easy goingness, you know, because I'm, I'm able to let it, whatever, like bother me able to talk about, talk about it on stage in a, in a funny way. So I think the biggest thing for me personally, I can't really speak up for like the others, but right. Is, um, I don't really tie, like, my happiness to accomplishments. I think that's where, like, entertainers in general get in trouble, you know, when they, uh, they only say, oh, I'll be happy when I make it or I'll be happy if I get this. It's like, no, you should be happy, period. And if you get this and that, that's dope. That's great. But you should never really, like, tie your happiness to uh, the certain things that you want. It feels good and you should go for it. But I think, like, life in general is about, like, that balance of um, staying hungry but then also staying grateful you know like i had right. years teaching um you know special needs students in south central man and like those years really like put life into perspective for me it's just like how blessed a lot of people are don't even realize it you know what i'm saying so mm. yeah i never get too too high or too low And i think that that kind of helps a lot with just how i'm able to kind of you know just maintain that you know what i'm saying that that kind of, I don't know, that don't give a fuckness a little bit and just, you know, be myself and just, just go with the, scope the flow. Yeah, so, bro. Yeah. That's yeah. a
1: big thing, man. Uh, When, when you do some, when, you know, like you say, you, you were teaching special need kids, um, things like, things like that, that are just so outside of yourself, yep. you know, it's not about you. It's about what you're giving to others. Packs. Um, which in turn gives you a lot. You know what I'm saying. I I I taught um a couple of like improv classes to like grade schoolers in Inglewood. Oh, uh, that sounds that times, sounds bro. Tre- that sounds treacherous. It was it was rough, bro. It was rough. <laughs> uh, it was rough because you know them niggas was them little homies was them little homies. They 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 yeah. don't take no fools, bro. Yeah. Uh but
0: <laughs>
1: but it's the cool called thing yes man. Now fuck that. Call tricky, call tricky, Man, there's nobody who there's nobody who will hit you to the core
0: quicker. Oh yeah, oh, than yeah but so- a
1: young black girl. <laughs> because she'll just tell you exactly what the... She'll oh, like, oh, you think you funny? And are like, damn, I do, but shit. <laughs> yeah, hey, <for laughs> and real, I love bro. it.
0: I love it, bro. I love it. Mr. But you, yeah. you a comedian? I heard you a comedian. I'm not, I'm not a comedian. Yes, you are. You ain't funny, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Bro.
1: It's real. it's real. It's real out here, man. It's real. They are not gonna, they are not gonna <laughs> miss no shit with you, man. And I love it. But yeah, dude, it helps. It helps just to see, like, yo... <laughs> like these little homies And like all these Like shit can be worse For a lot of people Oh for and, sure bro. And you know And just bring Coming in with your Cool energy You don't know How that can change Somebody's day Somebody's life Yeah Nothing you know Like if one of those If one of those little homies Decided right then and there Oh man I think I might Want to go into entertainment That's dope as shit bro That's dope yeah. as shit You know yeah. so it helps you
0: not get too high on your yeses and too low on your noes.
1: Uh, because that's,
0: that's the business, bro. I say it all the time. And Hollywood's one of the few places or professions where you can do like A, B, and C, and mm-hmm. D is not necessarily guaranteed. You feel right. me? And you got to right. be a, a strong person to be able to kind of keep just keep going. You know what I'm saying? Just keep, just keep knocking. Um, because yeah, if you if you have trouble with hearing the word no, or trouble with disappointment then you got to fix that before you even like try to really go hard at this because that's a big part of it. You know, yeah. I think, uh, I think all every entertainer in the business, man, you go, you're going to grow one way or the other. Mm-hmm. You feel me try, trying to chase this dream because it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not easy, bro. For sure. For sure. Yeah.
1: Bro, you know, the hardest no's too are the ones that immediately, uh, proceed a yes. Uh, those are sometimes the hardest no's because, you, you know, especially in Hollywood, when you yeah. get that first yes, and you'd be like, fuck yes, shit is turning around and mm-hmm. stuff is happening. And then you get them next five no's and you're like, wait a minute, was that just like a one time thing? I, I thought like it was, I thought I was doing, I thought it was, I was coming. Hey. And, and like those, the, and those are the ones where you got to really look at yourself and be like, it's just the game. It's, it's a wave. A it's game. a wave. Yeah. yeah, you said
0: it, bro. Like you, It'd be like some big time, uh, you know, stars and shit. And you check their IMD page. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like, you know, 2005, it was, shit was popping off, 2006, 2007. And bam, mm-hmm. just eight years of nothing. Yeah. And then yeah. boom, they hit that one thing. And then boom, it's, it's on and popping. And after that, it just took off. And so you gotta, it's, it's, it's waves, bro. And yeah. you gotta be able to maintain yourself through those moments. But then also we live in a climate now where, um, you could be pushing yourself, you know, through, through that too. Like when I have like, you know, I meet friends who are just actors. I I tell them like, if you're only auditioning, you are going to drive yourself crazy because you're, you're putting everything you want, everything you hope for in somebody else's hands. Mm -hmm. But so you got to have other stuff outside of that, that kind of hustle to, that, that you're excited for. So when the no hits you, you don't really care. So, right. you know, you're actor, you're an audition, you get that no, I don't give a fuck, I'm working on this short film anyway. I'm banking on this right. short film. I'm banking on this web series. I'm banking on this podcast. I'm banking on this special. You know, so we have other things you're excited for. The no's just kind of brushed off of you, which actually makes you better anyway when you're auditioning for different tv shows and movies because you don't have that energy of like i really need this please dear god you know
1: <laughs> like if i don't get this yeah i i'm gonna be on the streets <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like which which that bro i'm sure you can talk we can all talk to this that is the only part that i hate about the nose is when yeah. like you know you're getting close to it you know like, let's use commercials, for instance. You're on the veil for something, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you felt you crushed it. Yeah. It's national. And you start spending that damn money in your head.
0: <laughs> and, then uh-huh. you, and then you get the know. and you're like, damn. Yeah. I'm still broke. Yes. <laughs> I'll be getting I'll be getting mad at my agents and managers and they be calling me just to tell me I'm on bail. Hey yeah. you're on you're on bail for the for the for the hot show. I'm like, don't call me unless right. I book it, fam. Don't do that right. to me. You know? Right. Yo, don't but tell me. Don't, don't tell me. Don't, don't care what hope's up. I don't wanna know. You <laughs> like, ain't gotta know. What yeah, the fuck call- I'm gonna do knowing. <laughs> Fast. Call me when you got the check in your hand, man. Then, 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 then it's popping.
1: Yo, don't even call me when I book it. Call me when you got the check in your hand,
0: bro. Because I heard of some crazy stories of like people actually booking shit, and then them changing their mind, like on bro. set. Sometimes I heard insane stories. So you want a story?
1: You want? I don't <laughs> but, talk about. I don't talk about this often. Yeah. Um. As a matter of fact, Matt, can you bleep out this show? Because, I, you know, this, this show is still going on and, like, these people still are making decisions. Um, Consider it bleeped. Um, right before I was leaving Chicago, uh, this is 2012, uh, was going on. Yeah. And, and when I say, like, right before I was leaving, I mean literally a week before my move date. I got the audition to go in eight episode fucking guest star arc for this wow. show,
0: which is pretty much, you're going to be a serious regular. If you do the job, bro, bro. unless you, die, unless you get shot, of course. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. It is. A
1: so <laughs> I booked. So like I go through the, I mean, I'm going, I go through the audition, the callback, the producer session, like I get, and I fucking book it. And this is—I'm excited, but I'm also sweating because now at this point, by the time from first audition to booking, my shit is on its way to L.A. <laughs> like my shit is right. driving like you, to you L.A. Everything,
0: right, 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 right.
1: Stuff was ready, stuff was rolling, bro. Like I, yeah. you know, and I book it. So now I'm calling. Like, oh shit, I'm gonna be in Chicago for the next like four months. I can't. Leave right now. I need my shit back, so I'm calling. Like, yo, bring my shit back. Blah 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 blah. Mind you, is on, and has done this before. They did it to my homie who was on the Mindy Project. I am about to go into wardrobe, and I get a call that they changed my role from a black man to a white woman, and I lost the job before I stepped into the fucking wardrobe. Before I stepped into like wardrobe Damn. for the first fucking episode.
0: Uh, and, 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 there, and there's
1: no pavement or nothing, because I had to step on set. You see, and bro, <laughs> I was, I bro. was pissed. I took that as a sign, like you know what? It's time to fucking go. Uh, and I'll never watch any of those damn shows. shows. Fuck.
0: Yeah, fuck that show. <laughs> now, now the the Container Store was was in the right, <laughs> but, but fuck, fuck,
1: bro. bro. But yeah, fuck. dude, that just goes with what you're saying, like
0: like you can have the job and still be done dirty, bro. Facts, bro. And, um, but, but in your case, dog, that's, that's not okay. And it's up to actors who are in a higher position to kind of change that. Right. You feel me? Yeah. Because per- personally, I don't think, cause not, not only did you, did they take the job from you and give it to somebody else last second. Right. But on right. top of that, they didn't pay you at all, right? They didn't pay you for the audition. They didn't pay you for the callback. They didn't pay producers and whatever, right? So if I'm auditioning for a role, this this is a, an idea I have, right? If I'm auditioning for a role and I get called back, that I get called back again three times, and then a producer session, then I test, and I, I don't book it. You should once you call back a an actor, you should have to pay that person to call back. I'm not talking about crazy money, but pay, but pay them for, for their time. time. Pay me for my time. Because not only are you auditioning me to see if I'm perfect for the role? You're also getting a free look of a way to see the character that maybe you didn't think of. Mm-hmm. And so you're getting to see the character multiple times in multiple ways from these brilliant people. As you go ahead and choose the person you might quite honestly, the person you was going to get a job to anyway. Right. You know what I mean? Sometimes right. they audition because it's SAG laws, it's not because they actually want to audition. The job is already, is already chosen for, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so they and they blamed pay. it on
1: the network. Of course, they was just oh, like, of network, course, nobody's like... gonna take away, you know.
0: So yeah, so they gotta they gotta pay people right after audition. That that's a that's a small change, but a significant change that can really help actors because a lot of actors don't really have no bread at all. And so when you're, I'm dedicating my time, I'm missing out on my my job at the container store and all this stuff. to, <laughs> to, to, to come in. No, for real, like I'm, I'm passing right. up more hours yeah. at a job um, to go. Uh, You know, search, you know, take my shot at a dream and you're calling me back, but then you don't pick me. That's fine. But pay me for my time, because that was still a a good use of your time too. me coming in the room or you would have called me back. You feel me? Right. Exactly, bro. And then also that
1: beyond that, too. Like when you know it's just human nature. When you start to see a job materializing, like you you feel it, like oh, I'm doing good. Oh, I'm gonna call back. All this, I can feel it. You're giving your talented energy toward that job, mm-hmm. which sometimes you know we can have multiple auditions, and we know how it is. Like sometimes you'll you won't give or you won't have everything in you toward one side or right. one project when you are. You know, if I'm about to test for a show and then an audition for a commercial comes through, what you think, like, I'm going to devote most of my mental energy (laughs) toward, you know what I'm saying? And then I don't get it and now i missed out on other jobs that like you know mm-hmm. and not saying we're not putting our all into it but it's just you know the you, fucking yeah, nature bro
0: you're only one person you can't give your all to multiple things you know what i'm saying right. so by the time you're just spread thin you're putting your all into this crazy three-page monologue for this one show for this callback meanwhile then you're then you're walking in exhausted then then they're running late now you're walking in late to your subway commercial callback that could mm-hmm. sure. It's not as big as a deal the TV show, but it still change your life in, in terms of that money, bro. That's fifteen you know mean? twenty grand because they're both on the same day, right? And because you, you have the focus on you know, yeah. So yeah, it, it's a it's a huge problem in in Hollywood. I think uh, in terms of um, the lack of care, I think they they don't give to actors who are on the come up mm-hmm. because you have to respect uh, where they're coming from. And to like even as a writer, when you're submitting for shows, they make you sign these NDAs. talking about oh, if you see your ideas on TV and all that shit. He's like, bro, mm-hmm. come on, dog. Yeah. You're collecting all these sketches and shit, and you keep them in a pile. You probably go back and look at them when you hit a writer's block. It, it's it's a lot of fucked up shit that goes on, but it's but it's up for people who have that that clout to to speak change up it. and change it because the ones coming up can't really take that risk. You feel me? Right, because if Cause, we say oh, some shit, then oh, we oh, risk. The, oh. Oh, that blackball you for sure. Right. Yeah, bro. Uh but you, yo. can't, but you can't blackball Brad Pitt, though. You can't blackball Dwayne Johnson. You feel me? Damn.
1: Yeah. I love to see somebody try to blackball The Rock.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> rock, rock bottom the whole cast. Right. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> uh, people's <laughs> elbowies, your bronies up in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah dude. Yo, so what yo, so in your own in terms of like your own career, man. You know, like especially you say you are you are loving the stand-up game right now. Um what you what what's what's some next steps, man? What's the dreams looking like for you? As you are barreling toward the things you're looking to accomplish man like because for, for anybody who doesn't know you I'm letting you know right now this brother you're going to know you're going to know his name you know what I'm saying and it's already happening uh so what what does you know the immediate future look like for you or hopeful look like for you
0: yeah i think for me right now um definitely focus on just trying to get my face on tv on tv more you know my own personal projects meant to putting my all tours acting and auditioning and then um you know i'm always working on more stand up you know that's one of the reasons i put out the comedy album was because um i'm always like coming up with jokes and so i just needed a place to put um other jokes in like a nice neat way to where i can still like monetize it later um you know if i need to yeah and so uh yeah so i'm happy what's the name
1: of the comedy album what's uh, it's called uh mostly kidding Yes I see yeah. I see the poster
0: right behind you <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that was a gift man, and um, yeah, 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 it's called mostly kidding, um, I titled it that too because that's kind of like my style of humor a little bit, a lot of times you know i have I have fun joking with people that I barely know because they they can't tell when I'm joking or not because like just the straight face I give them. um but then on top of that too because like the a little bit of the p c culture also mm. that that's like um. That's going on when it comes to stand-up comedians and their jokes on stage. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, it was, it was there was a time where a lot of people were like taking jokes from stage and then using the joke to like quote it literally on Twitter as right. if you know what I'm saying they weren't right. they weren't joking around. You feel like, like
1: you take just two sentences from an entire joke that had a setup and a punchline right, without and, the
0: context. You know what right. I'm saying, and like a comedy club is a place to me like comedy got its legs because you know as an adult right when you're at work you have to be a professional when you go home to your to your your family to your kids you got to be a role model and so we lose a lot of that usefulness that we have as an adult in regular life because we're constantly have to be like this leader right but then the comedy club got popular because you go into this place and see a guy or a woman that looks like you um, talking about the thoughts that you have that oh, that is not necessarily okay to say at home or at the workplace, but here, you know what I'm saying? It's right. like you hearing a guy say, "Oh, man, the, uh my baby is so stupid. Man, I can't stand this stupid baby. I'm, mm-hmm. He might be an idiot. I got to start saving my money." You know what I'm saying? Like this, right. <laughs> Things you can't say to your child or to your wife, but it's funny to hear a guy say like this. And of course he's not being serious,
1: serious, right? You know, right. but
0: there's some there is some truth to it too. You feel me? So but that's how comedy guys, but then people go in there and take, they take that line and they put it on Twitter. And so, yeah, so that's, that's why I titled that, but, uh, yeah, just working on that, getting that album out. So the response to that has been great. Just stand up, man. You know, the constant grind coming out, waiting on this podcast thing. I can't really, you know, I'm waiting to see what, uh, this this company's going to do with this podcast thing. But if not, um, me and, me and Carl are supposed to be, be working on a podcast. For sure. Um, that we were working on before, but then things got put on hold a little bit, so we we're trying to get that back up too, so
1: yeah. Former, former Culture King, Carl Tart. Oh yeah, uh, oh, Carl, oh yeah,
0: King? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he
1: was the original, he was the original host of the show, uh, oh, yeah. before he Carl's got too guy. busy. Yeah, yeah Carl's a yeah, yeah. homie, Carl's a homie. Busy. Uh, Carl is a busy-ass, a busy-ass brother. But yeah, dude, that's dope, man, and I think like one of the, one of the cool things about, you know, the comedy album uh, which obviously people can go listen to. Uh, yeah. Is it available? It's everywhere. everywhere? Yeah. Spotify, yeah. Apple, you know, all that. Yeah. Is that like one, you know, a lot of times when everybody focuses on the TV aspect of comedy. You know, like, do you have a special on Netflix? Do you have, uh, you know, when an HBO and B the Comic View? Like, it was all about TV. But before, like, the '90s, even though the comedy album didn't go away, but before the '90s, comedy albums were it. Like, that's that's where most people got to hear. The George Carlin's and the Bill Cosby's and and you know yeah. like the I know we can't say his name for but you know uh, <laughs> the Bill
0: Cosby the R Kelly the R Kelly's the R. You, know. Kelly, you know what I'm saying
1: the Harvey Weinstein we gonna we gonna get in trouble uh, <laughs> but you know like that's yeah. where a lot of you know, like my my mom and my grandparents that's how they listen to their yeah. uh, their stand up comedy uh, heroes and and people they liked. And I think there's just something so pure to the comedy album. Uh, There's something so, like, it's such a pure connection because it it like i don't it's just it, it is more about the listening to what they're actually fucking mm. saying you know what i'm saying you said it bro you said and it. and it's, it's it's and that's where some of the best comedy if you are not a person who listens to comedy albums do yourself a favor listen to chenedoo's listen to other people like it, yeah. you will get some of the most pure connected comedy that is so funny and hits in such a dope ass way that yeah, i wish bro. it would come back on a larger scale
0: for sure, uh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was huge or um or bigger deal back in the day because a lot the the society wasn't ready to hear stand up. You feel me? Mm-hmm. on TV. And so a way for the comedians to get straight to the people was the comedy album. You know, so so that's how it became huge. But then Hollywood got hip to how easy it is to produce a stand-up show, and it's such right. a money maker, bro. The budget is this, but the money that you can make off it, if it's good, even if it's not good, you're going to make money because the budget mm-hmm. is so small to produce a special, you know? Um, and so that's, that's how specials became a thing. And specials is, is, is amazing, for sure. But like you said, a comedy album is dope because you're forced to listen. It's not mm-hmm. just about what I'm doing up there. Now you really have to listen. Now you're catching those little small jokes that you might have missed, because you're so enamored with what's going on versus what's being said right so yeah every comedian should do a comedy album because some comedians are more about it's not really what i'm saying that's funny it's what i'm doing that's funny and there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that there's styles to every every comedy Mm -hmm. but for some some comics they have ability um to to rock just via an album and what you said is correct i think i think it's a beautiful thing for sure
1: yeah, because I even look at somebody like Chris Rock, for instance. You know, oh, oh yeah. yeah, like okay. Chris Rock's early shit, and Chris Rock is funny. Like, mm. I, what I'm about to say doesn't take away. Like, Chris Rock is funny. He, you can listen to clips, but Chris Rock's early shit, and he's even alluded to this. He's all over the stage, you know, yeah. because yeah. he he said like it forces you to focus on me as I'm talking. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. you gotta follow me as I'm talking. Um, yeah. And when he did tambourine, he was a lot more still. A yeah. lot more and this nigga was saying some real shit in Tambourine, you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, for sure. And that's the type of album, that's the type of like special that would have hit even harder on a comedy album. Uh, as opposed to I forget what his other ones are called from the 90s. Uh, but like, you got to see those. Like, those are ones you got to see because you can fit, you need to see the energy of Chris Rock bouncing all around the stage yeah. when he's, you know, mm-hmm. when he's telling his jokes. And and there's nothing wrong with that. I love it. Oh, I at fucking, all. Though. I Chris is one of those
0: comics you can, you want to watch, but then you can also just listen to because the jokes are there. You know, like mm-hmm. my, my favorite comedian um, is Dave Chappelle. I think he's like same um a perfect storm of a comedian just in terms of his ability to uh to kind of um to say something that's hilarious but there'd be a message there if you're paying attention Mm -hmm. you know and go go really deep on something then the next joke will be just be some silly ass dick joke and i I love that Mm -hmm. uh sometimes comics they pigeonhole themselves to being i'm a, a conscious comic and i just talk about social issues that's it or this social issue and it's that for an hour and that's fine but to me it's not being honest um to the whole human experience like yes i have thoughts on police brutality but i also have thoughts on this and this and this and this because i'm a feel i'm a full human you right. know, I, mean? you know I, right. I eat food yes i might have a food joke you know what I'm saying? I, I, I date women, so I might have a joke on that. You know what I'm saying? So it's not, it's like you're not pushing away these other things to market yourself as just this one thing. It's not about because I don't want to talk about this thing, it's more about the brand itself. I feel like Chappelle like shedded all of that. And he's like, I'm just going to talk about what I want to talk about, and that's it. Yeah. You know, just you know, and so bro,
1: I could listen to Chappelle for three hours and he wouldn't even Damn. have to tell a single joke. Bro, uh to be honest he's bro he's at that point because he's, he's so point. smart too he's, he's at so fucking he's, smart so he's smart so, he's just such a he's such a uh it's like he just hits your fucking critical
0: thought part of your brain it's just like
1: god damn
0: yep, I, he's one, one of the listen. most important people i think yeah the last uh, 20 years that we have for sure what's your favorite spell special just wonder um for what is worth is probably yo my time. Oh my god! Bro.
1: For what is worth is is peak
0: Chappelle. I watch that uh, shit maybe like once a week. No bullshit. Yeah, I yeah, dude. It, bro. It's, it's so, so fucking funny. funny,
1: bro. It is so funny, and I love like his newer shit too because especially I love, I love now his newer shit is a, yeah. is really much more socially conscious in a way yeah. that like I say I can listen to him for three hours. Yeah, but for what is worth was
0: just it's so fucking it's so a perfect it's, storm it's so stupid yeah but it's so smart at the same time it's fucking you know that native American. yes yeah. it's, it's so no, funny no, no one barely talk about that bit but it's so random it's fucking kills me <laughs> oh he's like i studied you social studies <laughs> you got balls as smooth as eggs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so bro, fucking yeah. funny bro that's one of, yeah, that's one of my favorite yeah one.
1: that's a good one uh dope man well yo man it's been dope just fucking chatting with you, chopping it up a little bit about comedy. Uh, I want to make sure to give you any space you want to let people know about anything you want them to know about. Uh, obviously, the, the, the comedy album, Mostly Kidding, but anything else you want people to know about. The floor is yours. The space is yours.
0: Yeah, th- yeah that's it, man. They could um, check out the comedy album, Spotify, Apple, I think it's on like Pandora, and pretty much anywhere else Google Play. And then uh, there's a new movie I'm in. Pop my face in real quick with uh, Jay Farrell and Cat Williams called Two Minutes of Fame. I think that came out on a DVD and like digital. I don't even know if people have DVD, but you might be interested in a DVD form. (laughs) But But besides that, man, everybody just, you know, take care of yourself and uh, be safe. That's it. For sure, man. Thanks for rocking
1: on, man. Appreciate you. Oh, 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 oh. You know, I will say that if skinny jeans go away or, or you know, just more better-fitting jeans go away after we come out of the pandemic,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be upset because, you know, I finally got my ass in the place where I want it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I, I got I got a lot of good shoes that could look good with jeans, and, you know, I, I may have to be the one person that just keeps the skinny jean fashion going
2: it's yeah it's tough because i mean depending on when we get out of this you know it might not be it'll probably be pants weather so that's when we're really gonna know
1: Mm -hmm. if it's gone or not if it's gone
2: or not um i'm i'm not too concerned because i don't think i've changed the way i've dressed since i was like 16 uh Mm so you know I'll, I think I'll be good. Uh, but maybe I'll make a bold fashion choice at the end of maybe. all of this. Come out Tell swinging. you what. Tell you what.
1: For the holidays. hmm. Which, which ones is probably uh, Christmas? like Christmas, Christmas time, end of the year. Culture Kings is going to make a 2021 calendar. Wow. We're going to take 12 pictures. We're going to take 12 pictures. And it's going to be our bodies post-quarantine and Matt, you got to be in it you got to be in it and there has to be one shirtless picture there's going to be one shirtless picture and then there has to okay we're going to do it and then there also has to be uh like your highest fashion picture like whatever you think fashion should be in 2021 as we are truly post-quarantine okay maybe
2: all right right? and i you know i'll do it i will look like absolute shit, uh, nah, and uh, but I'll do it for my kings. I wonder how long okay. my hair will be by then if, I, I'll, if I'll commit to you not go cutting haircut, it until bro. this is over.
1: You got to go get a haircut, bro. Go get a haircut. You think I, I got a haircut? I got a haircut. It's okay. It's okay. Go get a haircut, bro.
2: It's okay, because I, I know that, like, I don't know how you feel after you get a haircut, but mm-hmm. every time I feel like I, I got a haircut, I just feel like a new, better me. I always feel, it's like a weight off my shoulders. I feel cleansed. And Mm -hmm. if I, right now I'm telling you, I can see my hair in my periphery, It's that's that's not good.
1: Yeah. I was, I was getting that way too. And I got a haircut and I came home and I made love to myself. I was beautiful. Damn. I was beautiful. I was like, come here, boy. Come here.
0: I love that. And then I I was like, oh,
1: wait, wait. And I was like, no, come here. Get your ass on the bed. Get on, (laughs) get on the bed. Give me that dick. Give me that dick right now. You like that? You like that? Mm, Shut up. (laughs) Damn, that was bad. (laughs) Uh, Let's do a Queen of the Week. Queen of the
2: Week.
1: Matt, you got a queen? I got a
2: queen, yeah. Uh, All right. And I I think this person is just so funny, uh, and she's been... Um, kind of blowing up on Twitter just recently. Not recently, I guess. She's been doing this for a while, but uh, I'm just uh, such a fan of her. She writes for Jesus uh, and uh, Marrow on uh, Showtime. It's uh, Z-Way uh, on Twitter, and Ooh. she's just been lighting people up. She has that show that she's been doing on her Instagram live called Baited, where she um basically just has on white people and ask them how many black friends do they have and it's so funny because they'll get so uncomfortable and they'll sort of do mental gymnastics to um explain away how they quantify black people in their lives and Mm -hmm. it's very funny it's very interesting and i think uh is a good follow so go uh follow her on twitter
1: Love it. Love it. What a queen. What a queen. My queen of the week is a host of an Earwolf show called Spanish Aki. Is it Spanish Aki Presents or just Spanish Aki?
2: Uh, Spanish Aki Presents. Yeah. Uh,
1: Spanish Aki Presents. She is the co-host of that show. She is an all around dope ass person. Hard ass worker, great uh, comedy producer as well. When it comes to live comedy, Riza Lichea, and if I mispronounce that, I apologize. Riza, you can come punch me square in the Adam's apple. Wish you would. She would, she would do that. Uh, she's dope. Uh, if you don't listen to Spanish Jackie, go listen to Spanish Jackie. The they just had Pitbull on like a uh, uh, a few weeks ago, which was dope. So Mr. they Worldwide. get dope ass guests, Mister Worldwide. She's funny as hell. She's a good Twitter and Instagram follow. Uh, just uh, just a uh, a uh, dope ass Latina, uh, Cuban descent Latina, and uh, you know, funny as hell. We got to get her own. We tried to get her own before, but she she, she she, was like, I'm busy. Um, <laughs> she, didn't, she was just like, I'm busy, niggas. She didn't say that. Um, she didn't best. say that. Yeah, so we got to get her own. Ryza, that's my queen of the week. Do we still do that in the edits? Do we still use that tag? Yeah, I still put it in. Nope. I, I make Great. Ryan put it in, and it'll, it'll be
2: there. People have heard it already. Great. uh, I
1: don't listen to an episode, so I don't know what you guys do um, at all.
2: What if I just put out an episode that is just me?
1: I mean, we would never know. You would never know. (laughs) And people would hit Me and Edgar would never know. Me and Edgar would never know. (laughs) We would never fucking know. Ah, uh, at Culture Kings Pod on everything, at Jackie's Neal on everything, at Edgar Mont here on the Twitter, Awful Graham on the gram. Where can we find you, Matt?
2: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Apodaca. You know, check out the other shows I work on too. You know, how did this get played? Uh, mm-hmm. query with Cameron Esposito, Yo, is this
1: racist? Uh, mm-hmm. All the greats. We also have Stitcher Premium, the kingdom on yes. Stitcher Premium. Bonus content you can use. The code KINGS, K-I-N-G-S, to get a free month of Stitcher Premium. We have had the Jackie Say Neil show come back. We've had, uh, or have MP Edgar, MPRL, or MP Edgar coming back. We're going to have a Sacred Hill Church 3 episode coming. For all those of you guys who are missing that, who want it, that's coming. I'm getting together Black Double Dare again. That's gonna come. Uh, we got a lot of dope shit coming on the kingdom. It is going to be 10 episodes. Uh, I don't know quite where we are based on when this episode comes out. But 10 episodes coming every other week on Tuesdays. The kingdom, some fun shit from the from the annals of Culture King's history. That's is right. Is annals a word? I think so. Yeah. Annals is a word. We reaching back into the vault. That's it. I'm I've run out of steam. We've been recording for three hours. Yeah, today. we have.
2: And you know what? Uh, you can do real quick though, too. Uh, listeners, go on iTunes or wherever you listen. But I think particularly mm. iTunes, leave a five star a review for your kings. Give yeah, the kings some
1: love. We haven't had a we haven't had any reviews in a minute. You know what, Matt? I'm gonna say this right now. Yeah, let's set this up. Let's set up a phone line and let's get some calls and do some voicemails and answer some fan uh questions as one of our bonus episodes. Okay, yeah.
2: I'd love to do that. Yeah, I'll set up a phone let's line. Let's do address. that.
1: Let's set it up. We like you. We love you all. Shout out to Matt for stepping in today as the co-host. Thank you for having me. I didn't I didn't talk too much because you and uh and Chittadu were
2: just having a blast, and I was like, I'm not getting in the way of this magic, but uh okay. happy to happy to be
1: here. It's okay. Um, and I'm so happy that today we got to uh portray you as just the good man that you are. Um, and as we leave this episode, the next words you hear are gonna be Matt. Bye, niggas. (laughs) Bye, bye. (laughs) That was Jackie's. The bye, bye was Jackie's. The bye, (laughs) niggas was Matt, just so you know.